What do a dentist and a gynecologist have in common? Beyond Our Lips, a podcast where best friends and practicing doctor moms use their gift of gab and professional passions to entertain, educate, and inspire. Um, do you find that your are your drug reps men? Or is it still predominantly women? The majority of my drug reps are women. Okay. But I respond so much more positively to female drug reps. I think it's an inherent bias that I have that I don't know how to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Mostly because men come in and like feel like whatever product they're pushing is their gift to me. God, yes. That's what I feel like. Like, look at this. I mean, I'm here to serve you and show you what my product is. So like you should be kissing my hand or something. It's weird um, to me. And I don't really respond very well that way. I respond well to someone who knows their product fully, knows the ins and outs, knows the risks versus benefits, knows how to help me out with pharmacies and help me get the product to my patients. It's available to me when I call them. That's what I like. Not just like a sweet talking dude who thinks he's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had, I had that experience this week. So like, I have found that there's a lot more men, for some reason, um, reps in the dental world, maybe because there's more female doctors now. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they have a chip on their shoulder because you are a woman. And maybe if this is, like, for you, for, like, the drug reps, maybe they're dealing with women doctors if they have an OBGYN drug. Well, anyway, we had this guy come and show us his scanner. And, I mean, he thought he was the hottest thing since sliced bread. Like, was going to go through... A scanner. Okay, so the office. I'll back up. No, not that kind of scanner. Okay, I was like, <laughs> like a printer scanner. He was from Office Depot. Okay. And no. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, I was biting it. I was like, oh, okay. Intraoral scanners, which are 3D. Um, they take like a 3D picture, basically, mm-hmm. of your mouth. So mm-hmm. they're really to replace impressions, basically. So Ooh. the gagging, nasty, oh, goopy yeah. stuff, these scanners are going to replace. That is amazing. It's really pretty cool. I'm very excited about it. I'm hoping it to have it. it works just as well? It works better Ooh. because you're really getting like a lot of detail. And all you're having to do is really pass a wand over the tooth, essentially, or over the mouth. And like Invisalign uses them and like they're, you're using them for crowns and stuff like that even um bleaching tries everything you would need an impression for you can now use a scanner oh that's just in it's really exciting more choking on silly putty yes that tastes horrible and that's my worst fear anyway this one's gonna throw up on me but that's another story for another day Mm -hmm. so this guy comes in to show us his magical scanner he's he's involved (laughs) with the invisalign guy who is actually very nice and very down to earth Mm -hmm. and just a really cool guy well this guy was the opposite it. He kept doing this swoopy thing with his hair. He had the muscles, the whole deal. And I had met him at Hinman, and he had already kind of put me off just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But now he's on my turf, and he's determined to go through his whole spiel. Mm-hmm. He won't let you ask questions or interrupt. Like, every time you want to try to interrupt, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go over that in just a minute. Let me just finish Mm-mm. this. Like, wouldn't let you touch the wand or do because it's a wand that <sighs> you do the scanning with until it was time to do the wand. Anyway, he rubbed me wrong so much the whole time that I finally just started kind of throwing him under the bus I was just like like he was like see I scan that in under five minutes and I was like oh yeah well how fast is your mile 
do you run a mile? Right. Did you say that? I did. Good for you. I so did. And he just looked at me and he's like, actually, I run multiple miles. I mean, I don't. I said, I don't care. I was joking. And of course, everybody there, I signed most of their paychecks. Yeah, so they, they were laughing, they were at, laughing at you. <laughs> so anyway, I wondered if you had a similar experience with men that come in there. Yes. And I think it's because the men more often sell equipment. Mm-hmm. In my field, anyway, mm-hmm. and the women usually more often sell a drug. Okay. I'm always, but I'm a girl's girl. Mm-hmm. I am always, unfortunately, more biased towards listening to females. However, right. it's literally the men always have equipment, and it's literally very a pushier sales tactic. Yeah, and a very like egocentric feeling yes, to me and exactly. I I don't like that at all the women usually like do the work yeah right they have substance I like that they do yeah. the work and they're available to me and that's all that I really want and they come with consistency mm-hmm. men reps tend to come like once in a blue moon but then want you to like have your life revolutionized by whatever they're pushing yes and you're like oh I mean, I saw you maybe a year ago, but I don't remember what it was. And now you want me to drop all this money on your product even just because you're you or yeah. like what? Yeah. And I have a hard time with men who sell like really, really, there are some that do a great job. So I'm not saying all of them, but sometimes they sell things that are really not pertaining to them. They're men. We're women. Right. You're trying to tell me how to sell a product that does whatever it does, a type of birth control product, and you almost are condescending when you're even talking about it, and you don't come very often, and it just sort of seems like you're just filling a quota. Right. Filling a quota. Um, And I have a hard time with that, too. Yeah. And I mean, I wonder if, like, for me, I know, I mean, I, I have a male dental rep, and he's he's fabulous. I love him. I mean, he's like he's like family to me. And we've had other, other men that have come in and out who have been great. This guy in particular just rubbed me so the wrong way. But I wonder if some of them, it's just like an insecurity thing or some, something they're kind of dealing with. That they go into these doctor's offices, right. and they, you know, feel I mean, their job is to sell something, which I think is terribly hard. It can be very, very hard, yeah. And, like, you know your job on the line if you don't do a good job right but they gotta know your audience yeah and yeah. sometimes that can be beneficial hey I was distracted by the fact that you said Invisalign a couple times yes um I've seen commercials about this mm-hmm. I have some wobbly teeth <laughs> tell me tell me more yes yeah, so more. um I'm very excited that um, as we talked about earlier in, in another episode, I think about you're going to a conference and kind of getting reinvigorated. One of the things I did last month was went to a conference, got reinvigorated on a lot of different topics and new things in dentistry, the scanner being one of them. And that kind of is that follow up that we were doing. And Invisalign was another. So we, my staff and I all got trained on Invisalign. So now I'm an Invisalign provider. What is Invisalign? So, I mean, I get that it straightens teeth. That's what I got. But tell me yes. the real deal. So Invisalign. You get what are called aligners, which are the clear plastic trays that go over your teeth. Every week to two weeks, you'll actually change those. So what we do is we'll either do an impression or a scan in the beginning, and that's where the scanner comes in, and that's why the scanner guy was with the Invisalign guy because Invisalign goes so well with this new scanning technology. You'll scan the teeth, you send to Invisalign, and they do a computer model 
showing how your how they expect your teeth to progress mm-hmm. over a certain period of time, and then they make your what what are called aligners to wear for the entire length of the whole um, time, treatment time. Now there will be one refinement stage toward the end that's getting into the details a little bit, but so it's really technically two stages. But you get these aligners, you change them out every week to two weeks. You come and see me. We do some adjustments every six weeks or so, and you know there's some there's some speedy options that you can do like a you know a couple months you can get mm-hmm. you know six or seven aligners and and you're you, you're done you can do some minor mm-hmm. movement all the way up to a year year and a half a co- kind of a comprehensive treatment so I'm just a level one provider I can do some pretty small tweaks little movement teeth here and there tweak teeth tweaking I'm a teeth tweaker Ooh, <laughs> I'm now a certified teeth tweaker teeth tweaking I like it <laughs> but Invisalign can get very very advanced and there's a lot of orthodontists out there who can provide really advanced Invisalign techniques the reason I wanted to incorporate it is because I do have a lot of patients like you who possibly right. had ortho and have had some relapse yeah or because they didn't wear those retainers or they have some minor tooth movement that they're that they're wanting to accomplish and they don't really want to go anywhere else you know they trust me they come see me we have we have a relationship and so that's why I've gotten involved in it yeah just a little like pick me up make your teeth a little straighter feel better about yourself more confident exactly better for your teeth altogether that's cool um is this for who is this for I mean can you just wear them anytime do you wear them so I the kind of you actually can Teenagers all the way up through, cool. you know, there's really no Forever. limit. There, yeah, basically. Yeah. There's Forever. really no age limit. <laughs> Take out my trays when I go to the ICU. Okay. <laughs> Take out your trays and your teeth. You can straighten your dentures. Nice. No, I don't think you can actually do that. But um, you, the way it works is the aligners are, it's a, I believe it's a proprietary material by Invisalign that makes small movements. So every couple of weeks, that's why we say every couple of weeks, you want to wear those aligners for about 23 out of 24 hours out of the day. So all day, all night, take them out to eat. Take them out to eat. Exactly. Okay. But you sleep in them, the whole deal. They're going to make these minor movements over the course of mm-hmm. the sets of aligners. And then, so by the end, you, you kind of have progressed a lot, but it's little by little by wearing the aligners. So it's very, very important to keep up with those and it's a compliance thing so it's definitely for someone who's very motivated motivated very mm-hmm. motivated to so like to moms comply. maybe don't bring your kid who you don't see all the time at school right like they might need to hit up the ortho and get some real deal braces on there exactly teeth. okay exactly. but for us moms it's a great working professional great people option. who have nothing but motivation yes and a little money Exactly. And maybe you've had kids or something. You've lost your retainer somewhere along the way and you're ready to kind of do a little something for yourself, something that's bothered you for a little while. If you have a few teeth that kick out or kick in or rotated, we can definitely help you with that. That's totally me. And even the most advanced cases can still be treated with Invisalign, but typically more on an orthodontist or a more experienced Invisalign provider. But yes, I believe you would be a great candidate. That is so cool. Now, here's my question too, because I am one of those people who had braces and then everything shifted how do you keep them there once you get where you're going that's a very good question and retainers there's only one mm-hmm. way man and it's retainers can and you put on the ones that stay or do you, are those yes. kind of out of favor we can mm-hmm. definitely do a fixed um lingual bar especially on the anterior so the the most crowding you usually see on people is in on the bottom in the front mm-hmm. and that's that's where that's 
something that we can definitely fix. And that's where we can definitely bond a retainer that you can keep permanently. Those can be a little tricky to clean. Uh-huh. But as long as we're cleaning well, that's a great option. Otherwise, Invisalign comes typically, and you'll want to know this up front, but generally speaking, you're going to have an all-inclusive price with your Invisalign and the way that we're doing it as well. You'll have an all-inclusive price that includes about four to six years worth of retainers that you cool. can wear after. So you're going to get about four sets. You're going to be entitled to about four sets that last one to two years each of retainers, and we're going to expect you definitely to wear those. Good. But the great thing or is... Or you're wasting your money. You're totally wasting your money because they're yeah. going to go back. No matter what kind of braces, ortho, Invisalign, or anything you do, no matter what, yeah. and this is something people do not understand (laughs) your teeth are going to go back if you don't wear retainers or have a permanent fixed retainer in in there so you've got to commit to that as well so the great thing Mm -hmm. though about those retainers it's also a very thick proprietary kind of plastic a very good quality plastic that can be bleaching trays that can be worn at night to kind of help with grinding and clenching a little bit um so they're 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 good to have no matter what and they say after about four to six years you can either go ahead and get your other set because at this age most people are having some kind of oral appliance we've got night guards Mm because we're grinding we're clenching we've got bleaching trays because we're trying to keep everything looking good we've got you know sleep apnea devices Mm -hmm. and snoring devices a lot of people are there's something going in your mouth at night in general to protect those pearly whites so yeah there is you might (laughs) that's what she said (laughs) (laughs) um okay we're gonna gloss right over that one but um (laughs) that was good um so so you're just gonna have to kind of get used to the fact that that's gonna be there yeah but it's a little intimidating to like think about but but it's just becomes part of your life at that point and it's worth it so that you're not ever having to go back into them or whatever and you're maintaining that thing that you took so much effort and time and money Mm -hmm. to do so Yeah, I'm very excited about it. It's a very neat, it's a very neat system. I'm kind of sipping the Kool-Aid right now. So I'm, um, and I'm dipping my toes in the water just a little bit. You know, very, very, very many cases need to be treated by orthodontists. No question about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are a lot of cases that we can make a big difference with just some minor tweaking and you're already coming to see us. So that's amazing. Yeah, good stuff. So... What do you want to talk about? Yep, this is where we're going to edit out what we're saying right well, I'll now. I'll edit this for you. Oh yeah, that's totally fine. <laughs> we'll have a better transition. What are you? What do you want to talk about? So I don't know. I you said dipping your toes in the water, and then uh-huh. I thought about swimming, and then I thought about how horrible it is to take Rhett to swim lessons. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you, mom, topic. Let's. But, but no, no, no. Let me elaborate. Okay. So every Wednesday, Rhett. So speaking of dipping your toes yes, in the water, dipping toes in the water swim lessons oh boy. boom there it went so my middleman has had a social phobia not social phobia phobia of the water so he is uh, a little nervous about getting in there we'll say things like I can't get in there I'll drown which is like mom pain you're like oh no you just have to learn how to swim so we take him to swim lessons now so once a week we go for 30 minute swim lessons because he's getting old and he should not be so fearful of water time which is an adventure in itself. But the part that I find most interesting is that we have convinced ourselves <laughs> that the swim coach might indulge in the spirits. Not during the coaching, but, <laughs> but in life. 
Not during the coaching. He probably did. But in our head, we have. And so I got really Inhaled cra- spirits or drinkable spirits? Drinkable spirits. Drinkable spirits. Okay. This does not mean he does. This just means this is when you think about it. And you can play this game with anyone if you want to. Just imagine that maybe on their off time, they indulge in the spirits. Fun game. Fun game. Anywho. But the, the swim coat, it's, it's paralyzing for a parent because the kid's nervous, but he's being brave. And then the, the swim coach is always like what seems to be 20 feet away from him. And what seems to be happening is his little face and nose are only one half an inch saved from... <laughs> I wish you all could see... <laughs> This is how much I see of Rhett's face. One nose. One nose with like occasional waves drifting over them while he does the backstroke. Mm. And swim coach is like 20 feet away like, that's cool. That's the way it's supposed to be. Pick it up, Rhett. But then the other day with our spirits thought process, and you may not can share this. (laughs) Rhett's going slow. So dang slow. Like... Get your feet. Like, he is just coasting. He's not panicking. I'm, like, standing up, sitting down, standing up, sitting down, thinking, like, at any moment I'm going to have to jump in this pool with my clothes on to save my kid, despite having the swim coach. I love the swim coach, FYI. <laughs> All of a sudden he goes, it is margarita time somewhere, but <laughs> you got to pick it up. And I just died. I was like, oh my God. Spirit indulger. He's so not. you were thinking he likes the spirits before he made the comment? Yeah, so then it just totally oh, sealed the deal. He probably doesn't even indulge at all, but when I get it in my head, it's hilarious because he's just a fun guy. He's just probably out in the sun all the time, swim coaching. Lifeguarding, which, yeah, that's what they do is hang out. Is my kid actually say, sure, absolutely. Is the guy worried about happy hour? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Making it to happy hour? Possible. I'm telling you. I don't know if any other moms out there are terrified during swim lessons. And this may, I mean, people may think, we'll find a new swim teacher. That's not it. This is good. This works for Rhett. Somebody who just says, go, and makes him do it. Because mm-hmm. that's what Mama Bear can't do. Right. Um. So it's really a good fit. It's just, mm. <laughs> I, you know who needs the spirits during swim lessons? Me. That's right. Exactly. I need it. Margarita? Where? Yes. (laughs) Yes. That would help me because watching it is so super painful. That's hard. He's getting better. He's eating better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're doing so good, but it is so hard to watch. You guys both go and watch? Who? Me and and Mitch? Yeah. No, no, no. There's always a trade-off. He goes some, I go some, because we can't get across town to the swim lessons. I figure. It just doesn't happen. We Um, did winter swim lessons with Zaid. Uh, for kind of a similar reason and it made a huge when summer came along and he already had like he wasn't quite there when summer got here but like he was so comfortable just from doing it that summer sealed the deal I think I'm hopeful that this summer will seal the deal because he can actually do a swim stroke and get 10 feet down the pool and I think it's going to revolutionize him when he can actually play in a shallow end and like he can swim or not swim. Yeah. And he can do it all on his own safety net. And yeah. that is the fun part that he doesn't get to go for, you know, during the swim lesson time. 
Yeah, I think when they hit a certain height, it seems like it it sort of like when they're when they can stand up in the three feet. So yeah. when they're like so then they three can and practice every feet. three seconds if they want to, unknowingly so, just to swim to get the ball or swim to do whatever. And they can touch. Yeah, and so there, there's no risk confidence. there. But you know from swim lessons that they could get six feet in the deep end if they needed to. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Summer is frightening. I mean, pool play, summer. I mean, I yeah. know real bad things can happen, but most of the time it's just um, an anxiety-provoking experience for me altogether. Yeah. Puddle jumpers. Yeah. Pool parties. Waves the at the beach. Ugh. The beach is stressful. You want it to be fun, but man. I know. I wonder when it'll stop being stressful. Because the beach is always a little scary. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's scary for everyone, and you should always have a healthy respect of the water. Absolutely. You got to keep those life jackets nearby mm-hmm. at all times. But when I don't you're know. Around lakes, beaches, yeah. and any of that. But beaches like work. I don't know if you feel that way. It's not a vacation. It's it is not a trip. Fun. Yeah. Because you got to haul all their stuff. Yes. You feel like snacks. A- snacks. Snacks. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. And then somebody's got to go potty. Yeah. The beach does not have porta potties. Yeah. Somebody got to walk back up. Yeah. <sighs> I know. Mm-mm. I like some of the non-beach activities at the beach. I don't know if I've more. even embarked on these. Arcade. <laughs> Always the arcade. I don't know we why that mandatory. goes along with beach. We have a mandatory arcade day every time we go yeah, to Yeah, what do you guys like to do at the beach when you're not trying Beaching. to keep people alive and afloat? That's a good question oh. as we approach summer. I'm hoping I get to do a beach trip this summer, but who knows? Did I tell you the time that me and my buddy um, had to do CPR on the beach? Like real life CPR? Real life. Oh, wait for it. So me and my gal pal, we're in our bikinis. We're having a mom weekend. It's amazing. That sounds We're kid free. We're having day spirits, day drinking, have beer too, celebrating, royal weddings. It's fantastic. All of a sudden, you hear, is there a doctor? We have an emergency. No joke. As a matter of fact, there's two. Were y'all, was it a doctor friend of yours? Yeah. Okay. We have a gynecologist and a neonatologist. For those of you where this just sounds like words, somebody who deals with women's health and vaginas and somebody who deals with tiny little babies. <laughs> and uh, is there a doctor? So we're like, oh gosh. So we look at each other with dread and we stand up. And then we see these like young strapping kids pulling this robust mature aged man out of the water and I'm like what has happened and someone goes oh he hit his head and I'm looking at rolling ocean waves and we're not in Hawaii friends what you think he hit his head on I just think it's like a pool you know and I'm like uh I look at my friend like he's having a heart attack clearly it seems as though it he's decompensating and these people are Helping him, but not medical. Don't so know. he's sort of slouched over, and they're pulling him out of the water at the time. Oh so they lay him down, and non-medical people, again, who are doing great Good Samaritan work. This is not a discredit. But they're like, should we start doing CPR? The man is talking to us. Not well, but talking to us. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're breathing, and we're talking. Do not start pounding on his chest. That's inappropriate. <laughs> Bad. Well, it... It escalates, and so we're getting blue. Oh my goodness! And we're out. We pass <gasps> out. Mm-hmm. Me and Buddy, I'm checking pulse. You got sober real fast. You betcha, <laughs> betcha. 
I'm checking pulse. She's ready. She's more she's more um assertive than me. So she's ready to do the CPR when needed. And I'm cool with that. Again, I deal with vaginas. Not that often that we get to do CPR. You don't have to resuscitate those. Not often. Can if forced, but don't want to be. So, so, and then it becomes apparent to me that he, he is not doing well. So I'm like, okay, start. So buddy of mine in her mom bikini and a beer buzz. Wow. Doing chest compressions on the beach. And let me just tell you, bravo to lifeguards who within probably a few minute, minute and a half, maybe had a defibrillator on the beach with that, that gentleman. Uh, Finally, someone approaches us and says they are an internist which was like the clouds parted and the sun shined because these are the doctors who do these things all the time we're like great we're out um they defibrillate this man get a pulse and like the beach ambulance is there within probably seven or eight minutes wow that's amazing he gets a breathing tube on the beach do i know what happened to the fella in my head he did okay however who knows but, yeah, we sat back down and we were like, oh, wow, intense. You oh. were like, it was like go time. That's what you train that for, baby. It's like an episode. Of, no, I train for a person having a baby on a beach. Oh, man, you would have really. I feel yeah. right at home. Yeah. She's going to say, I can't do this. I'm going to say, you will. And then it will happen. <laughs> and as long as we got a blanket. And some sunshine, it's all good and gravy. Not the heart attack. Not the heart attack on the beach, man. That will kill your buzz, and that was hard to recover. Recovering from that was a challenge. Was not happening. I I always fear that moment because it's just hard for you when you're not wearing your hat, your doctor hat. Because we were at the soccer field last week, and there was a kid bleeding from the general mouth area. No, that's you. And, and Nick was like, babe, that kid, it's probably a tooth. Like, he needs you. I'm like, I'm looking. I'm like, that looks like a nosebleed. I'm good. I'm going to stay out of it. There's like five <laughs> adults around this kid. I'm like going, no, I'm good. I don't know the kid. Like, I just don't have that. Let me, you know, ch- butt into everything kind of thing. If I thought it was yeah. a tooth, I would have gone over there. But I was like, that is a bloody nose. He's like, this is your time. This is the moment. You go over there and I'll you help be that ready. <laughs> That's you. I was thinking of the whole time, like, Baywatch. (laughs) That's you. Get in there. Get some milk. Do you really put teeth that fall out in milk? Yes. Oh. You do. This is so good. Good job. Where'd you learn that fact? That is like Rescue 911. Yeah. When you're, when did that show even air? I was probably eight. I don't know where sometimes people would get milk, but I guess if it happens in your yard or at a. At your house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Skateboard incident. True. Bike problem you get get it in milk you get there as soon as you possibly can are there like emergency dental people yes there are so especially at children's if you go to if you were to go to a children's hospital they're gonna have pediatric dentists on call um do you get there by calling your normal dentist you yes now if you're questioning then you can call us you can my patients have called me before texted me pictures and they've said is this an emergency kind of thing? Sometimes we can work it out. Um, there are pediatric dentists who you can, if you're if you're with a pediatric dentist, you can generally call them. They'll sometimes they'll meet you at their right. office and take care of those things. But if you really feel like it's a bad situation or there's a fracture, or the something, you can just go to the ER. Especially mm. children's if it's a, if it's a child, you can go to children's and there are pediatric dentists there that can take care of those situations. Mm. We actually had to be on call with pediatric dentists 
during dental school for one whole week. And so every time one would come in, they would page us, which is how I realized how grateful I am not to be a medical doctor and have a pager because that darn thing went off at the worst time Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I was very resentful about it and granted they were paging me really just to go and kind of watch right so it was maybe it'd be different if you're expected to actually do something but it was still very very challenging for me to, to actually go that is really very interesting yes put the tooth in the milk yes put the tooth in the milk get them where where they need to go they'll put it back in there they'll splint it usually um if it's like sticking out or up or back and you can you can kind of try to put it back into place i know there's a lot of people who won't do that Mm -hmm. but there are some who will i have a patient who's a veterinarian who we were texting back and forth about and it was a baby tooth of her son's that kind of got hit why don't you just pull that sucker she well and that was kind of what i suggested but she said because it doesn't really, it's a baby tooth. It's not a big deal. Just right. if it's dangling, just pull it out and be done with it. Yeah. Which it kind of was, but she said her son wanted to keep it. So <laughs> that's a mom prob if I've ever heard of it. I, mean, I was like, okay, my kids want a lot of things. But anyway, I get it. They need to make their own right. decisions sometimes, and that's cool. So she took matters into her own hands. She numbed him, she put it back in there. And it was all fine. Baby wow. teeth, you have a lot more flexibility with stuff like that. It's the permanent teeth. But sometimes even a permanent tooth, if it comes out for just a second and you can get it back in, you can be okay. You know, side side note, you know who would be assertive on the soccer field with a bloody nose or on an airplane with a sick person? You know, we, we kind of like tend to like the recoil. Like we have the skill set and we know we can do it, but we like to like not do it if we don't have to. Right. Nurses. You're right. Nurses have this beautiful, assertive need to assist. Yeah. I think that's just what their DNA is made of. Yeah. Like car accidents is a, it's a great example. Yeah. I've seen nurses, I've seen with my own eyes a nurse get out of a car when they've seen a wreck happen and try to like go toward the scene and go toward the the, yeah. the problem to try to help it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love some nurses. I call my nurses and in their presence, I say they are like the moms of the medical family. Like they are on it. They're the ones who are telling people where to go and doing things. Maybe the doctors are like the dads and like <laughs> we think we're in charge, but like the nurse is like, oh, no, no, no. You no, no, I you're not actually in charge, but, but you can pretend that. Dr. So-and-so. I am really in charge. And that's what I love about them. They're just amazing. The nurse that took care of me after I had Zaid is an angel straight from heaven. That's a whole other conversation. I love The things she did for me, no one ever has before. And with such a caring touch. And like, I'll never forget that that woman. She was amazing. It's a different role in the medical system, but it's so valued and important. And I think if you see it that way, you're just in love with them. Nurses, man. Yes. They will get in there. Nurses. I'm telling you, I could be at a field or a practice or an event. Mm -hmm. Somebody got a busted arm. Nurse. Nurses. In there. They're there. And I'm sitting there going, gosh, I hope nobody knows right? that I'm a dentist. You know, I also I one time had a motorcycle accident happen. I was the first one there. Weird things happen to me sometimes. I'm a gynecologist. I keep going into these things <laughs> that are not really my jam. This poor guy is just bleeding on the sidewalk. But, you know, he can talk to me. Therefore, airway, breathing, circulation, they're good. Mm-hmm. I don't know, so just sat there till somebody else got there. Well, Hanging that out. was important. 
But that guy yeah. probably turned out. But that's a good okay. lesson for people too. Don't move people when they've had a traumatic incident. Mm-hmm. That can actually make things worse than better. So I knew better than to move him. We just so if you see someone and they're struggling, but they're talking to you, yeah, don't do CPR on them if yeah. they're talking to you, and don't move them if they've had a trauma. That's you know one oh one. Super helpful tips. We just stumbled <laughs> into them, and those are really great. They are. If any, I'm maybe, trying to think if I can come up with anything else weird that I've come across from traumas. <laughs> You know, and they say sometimes when you're, you're kind of almost looking for those kind of things, like, you know, I have a friend who has diabetes and like more than one occasion has had to help someone who's in, who, who has low blood sugar or who's in like a hypoglycemic moment. I've never seen anybody have a hypoglycemic moment, but mm. it's like you're uniquely sort of maybe qualified to see those things or you're looking for them or they just somehow strangely happen to you because you can do something about it. I don't know. Well, I'm poised and ready for the baby on an airplane. <laughs> I've been poised and ready there forever. <laughs> It'll happen for you. I'm, I'm just, I just cannot wait. I know. That's to be such the, a TV the, moment. Be the person of calm. Yeah. When other people are chaotic. When they say, is there an OB in the airplane? They never say that. They no. say, is there a doctor there a on doctor? the airplane? But I don't know what they'd say if somebody was having a baby. I don't know. They might say, is there a nurse? They probably because would. Because they know that that's and more they likely. They could do it. Nurses can do yeah. it. That's true. They, they can do it. Maybe, maybe, it'll, maybe it'll happen for you one day. I'm just hoping so. <laughs> I like to think in my head of like what I'm going to tie off the umbilical cord with. Like what can I use? You've already performed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about this thing. I love it. Well, I hope that someone is trapped in an airplane and going into labor. I know when I'm there. With Dr. Jenny one day. You'll be in good hands. Yep. You heard all this beyond our lips. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Beyond Our Lips. We hope you have been entertained, educated, and inspired.